What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? We're both recording. Isn't that amazing? Nomi is looking at me. She is spying on me. I like and, that. I'm um, curious. Jeremy just took off his shirt and pants and is in his underwear doing, I guess, some ab exercises. Wow. And it is 9.30 p.m. <laughs> you know, motivation strikes at the oddest of times. I've, I've, I, too, have experienced yeah. a late-night uh, exercise mania where suddenly I think I absolutely have to, um, have to move around my flesh in hopes that something will change. Tea. Well, I mean, I when I take, as you know, I'm more of a queen of the night rather than a queen of the day. And mm-hmm. um, when I take Nomi out for her last, you know, her last midnight, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I take her out around midnight mm-hmm. or 11 and she'll get really playful in this way that I don't see during the daytime. Oh, wow. Is it because there's less she people gets out a, and about? Well, there's no one out because we just go to the back patio. Oh. And um, she'll, like, go and, like, run over to something. And she'll run over to, like, you know, one of the trees and just try to dig up dig up the tree, basically, or something. Wow. And it just gets real. I really relate to, you know, Catwoman energy at do night. You, you do know? you wipe off her little paws before she comes back in the house? <laughs> she does not like having her feet touched. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch me mm-hmm. don't touch me she she is serving you me in 2019 don't touch me don't leave me alone wow 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 wow, wow. <laughs> uh-huh yeah she's she, she is really really giving you the um fiona apples how can i ask anyone to love me when all i do is beg to be left alone leave me um, alone yeah and don't <clears throat> it's really but what can I say? I deeply understand ambivalence. Um, I I understand love and uh, but leave me alone. And um, you know, here we are. Um, it Indeed. sounds like someone is squeaking. Is there a dog where you are squeaking a dog toy, or is someone doing oh, pirouettes? No, you're hearing cockatoos outside the window. <laughs> I'm. The cockatoos, that's right. The national bird of Australia. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot. The cockatoos have lost their mind in the last couple of days. They're squawky, squawky, squawking. And I'm not sure. Oh. I think it's because certain seeds have come out that they're really crazy about. Um, oh, I see. For me, I think it's because their fall is coming on. Yeah, perhaps. But and they're I, like, ugh. I am. Um, this morning, I had a quick talk with Russell before I came to work, and he was like, Russell Are Jansen Russell of New York City J- Ballet? Russell Jansen of the <laughs> New York City Ballet. <laughs> and he, uh-huh. um, he said, Are there birds in your room? <laughs> I, I said, No. Oh, because it was that loud. They were much louder. Right now, I'm in David's office, and um, there's mm. no open windows at the moment, but there is a wall of glass with a door. So. I mean, this whole building. Does David sort of, have a wall of mirrors in his office? No, David's office is three sides of glass, two sides that look uh-huh. out into this sort of open design office area where all of the administrative people of the ballet work on the sixth floor. And then um, uh-huh. the, there's a wall of glass that leads out onto a balcony through a door. Uh-huh. And, then, uh-huh. um, and then there's the cockatoos out there with the trees. 
And then the fourth Does wall. Does David ever rap on the glass and like shake his fingers at different people in the administrative <laughs> offices? <laughs> I wish. Um, or like, or like, or like, steam up the glass with his breath and then write, write things. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah he totally. says, or like a really long. Bring me the schedule. Like, he does really big ones yeah, sometimes. Or, or, just, or writes, um, we need to make sure that by the end of November twenty fifth, we have the Q seventeen contract sent out to yeah. all members of the seventy fifth. This and that. Yeah, you know, and, then like he, and then really he faints from having to breathe joke. out for that long. It wasn't a great joke. It was really, you really went too far. Um, I, but I didn't say it was a great joke. No, I understand, but you were trying, you were experimenting, you were workshopping. Um, oh, did you say it was a great joke? No, no, it was, it, it was indeed not a great joke. <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> fuck you. Okay. You know what I have to say at this stage? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Um, you sure we, would. We um, poor. <laughs> I told. I said a thing to Pam last night um, because I was kind of at a loss for words about about a thing uh-huh. that somebody does, and I couldn't. I just couldn't think of kind of a good descriptor for this dance that the person does. So I just called it a prostitution dance and Pam Peter pants laughing as we went to see the penguins at St. Kilda. <laughs> that is so wonderful. I love that story dance. so much. Um, P.S. I'm watching Jeremy really give you a full Norma Kamali kind of workout. Like just this she, and that. She was, she was laying on her back and she was basically just doing bicycle, but like, <laughs> but like this of the strangest looking bicycle one could imagine. I like, think an intuitive like exercise is really change. important. I mean, honey, at this point, it's just fuck you. I'm doing my intuitive exercises. It's absolutely those are the <laughs> you must. Those are the things. Sometimes those I do the them standing on the train. I'll just start like kind of engaging isometrically in places. I'll be like, okay, did I do sure, it? Did I exercise? Or you just like push your like push the side of your right foot against the door to like turn your right glute meat on Uh oh that's a good idea that's a good idea actually that would turn your left glute meat on kind of more because the left would be stabilizing anyhow where are we going with this david's office you didn't finish there's no mirrors no mirrors at all no Uh, but a lot of um no mirrors a lot of um Mini blinds, huge, it's like misleading to call them mini because they're anything but, but because they cover, they traverse these walls of glass. Um, uh-huh. But they're open at the moment because just me looking, looking out and about. Well, there was some quite a, a flurry of activity uh-huh. up here because um, the namesake of the center itself, um, Lady Primrose, I actually don't know if we'd call her Lady, but she turned 90 today. So we had... Um, tiny cupcakes for all up here. And so I came up and I got myself a little cupcake. Was and she I, there? Yes. And I said, congratulations. You had no idea who I was. That is so amazing. Okay. So years ago, you have, they have no idea who I was. It's such an important story. I do want to close out on that story before I tell a memory. Mm. But um, is, is or is her name not Lady Primrose? Her last name is Primrose. I don't know that we call is her Primrose. Lady. I couldn't tell you... If we call her... Like, is she? Is she, like, part of that or something? Like, of the ladies and... Did she... Is she uh, part of the aristocracy? Dukes and duchesses. Yeah, yeah. Well, we do know about Miss 
Mrs. or Ms. Primrose is that they are a benefactor of the ballet. Well, clearly, because the center is named after her. That's so right. Obvi, I get that she's a benefactor of the ballet. Right. But I was just curious if there was any histoire that maybe you picked up about like no. her life. Did Not she yet. tell you anything? No, but a dancer. Uh, well, you gotta a dancer, know her. Adam, who's one of the principal dancers on his way down the stairs, said, oh, he had a cupcake. I said, oh, you have a cupcake? He said, yes, you should go upstairs and get a cupcake. And I said, well, what's the occasion? He said, well, it's, I'm just going to say it again. I don't know if he said Lady Primrose. I'm calling her Lady Primrose. He said, it's Lady Primrose's 90th birthday today. And, and... <laughs> it's lady it's lady Hang primrose on. i have to stop <laughs> calling her lady primrose i cannot handle it i have to open a window i'm so hot oh my god there's sirens going by oh it's an ambulance well kelsey so new york um so I, I, I said, lady, oh. it's Lady Primrose's 90th birthday today. Right. And I said, is, is Lady Primrose with mm. us? And he goes, she is. Have, and he goes, uh, but he said something like, she's heaven. And I, I misheard. I said, oh, she's in heaven. And he said, no, no, no. She's upstairs. I said, oh, 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 oh. Incredible. I see. Work. So I came upstairs and I got a cupcake and I saw her and I went over. I said, congratulations. She seemed very chipper she seemed not at all 90 years old well that's what you get when you get to live in melbourne i mean as i've said before it is where i want to live i'm sure that then i would get to live to be 90 and like really have it together and what was she wearing you know i was more focused on her hair and eyeglasses um but she was very she was very tidy um, she had okay. like quite thick gray hair that was cut Fierce. to sort of chin length and and kind of smoothed back above the ear. So not like a bob. It was kind Ugh. of, it was really back away from the face. Chic. Yeah, she was pretty chic. Um, and glasses? Glasses, large spectacles. Sunglasses? Not yet. Oh, well, because, you know, they may have been, um, they may have been transition lenses, but I don't know. Oh, those transitional. Well, I, I'm telling you, I already am a kind of like sunglasses all day long into the night prescription sunglasses all day. And, mm-hmm. um, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, Norma Desmond did it and here I am. And I, I did have a that chic look. I had that feeling in ballet class today because I, I'm now, I've done ballet most days with the company where like the first couple of days I just did bar and slipped out. And then I've added on a bit as we've, as we move forward. But, um, I, I just have this sense nowadays with my body that my legs are just so separate, so separate from my torso that I, they're no, they're not integrated at all. I have no real control of them. And so once we get to the center work, I really feel unmoored. Like I'm just sort of floating around and um cool it's it is kind of cool it's just sort of like navigating falling the whole time and um Uh and what am i trying to tell you about that oh today i was i decided it was really bright in there no no i decided i was gonna jump really jump and i've been wearing my glasses for class and so I did a double tour at one point and when i landed i just had to grab onto my glasses because they were about to fly off 
That is a really great move. I would l- appreciate it if people if people tried to get through some ballets while wearing their glasses. Oh yeah, I had this instead friend, of contacts on friend, stage when I was at ballet met named Randolph Ward, who was exceptionally coordinated and talented, and he uh-huh. would always wear his eyeglasses for class. And this is what he would do. So if we were pre- preparing to do like turning jumps in the air, he would like do uh-huh. the during the preparation. He would take his glasses off, fold them and get them into one hand before he would take off into the tour or the soda Bosque or whatever. Um, and it was astonishing to watch the speed with which he could get those glasses off while still doing like a tombe pot beret or like a chasse right. en It was, it was just like so beautiful. Natural I love, I love that downstairs he's doing a tombe pot beret while upstairs he's taking the glasses off, folding exactly. them and then up around and down yeah. glasses back on. That is That isolation. was kind of what I was picturing when you said he was wearing glasses. I thought he would take them off during, but I love the idea of someone keeping them on and as they land kind of just deciding, you know what, I'm going to let go of the arm part of this and just bring it up to my face to keep my glasses on. You gotta, you gotta. But that maybe was, that's also, I want to see people landing out of really big jumps while touching their face. That's what <laughs> I, I think, I, that's I think what if I, I if I try to do it again, I will attempt mm-hmm. a Randolph Ward and try to get the glasses off before mm-hmm. I take off for the jump. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, I, would I love a, a, like going up into a double tour and like just grabbing your face while you're up there and laying <laughs> down and then smoothing your like. <laughs> well, that's, that's sort of what, what it was like because I didn't. TM, trademarking it. I'm trademarking it now. I was so, so concerned with like the glasses mm-hmm. not flying mm-hmm. off that I did no kind of like spotting mm-hmm. or focusing of the eyes. So I, I, a dancer was like, oh, well, wow. I can't spot and I can't focus. I Me just neither. stay tight. A dancer was like, oh, wow, we're, you did a double tour. And I was like, well, in this way, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm essentially just doing all of class blind. And then I had an image of just you and wearing sunglasses through the whole class. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, you know, I don't, I, balance is going to be fine for me. You know, it's like, I'm going to land and stick it. Cause you know, I'm just basically made out of like steel and rubber bands. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, I, I had this feeling as you were talking about Lady Primrose, I really flashed to, um, uh, this movie that has like all these people in it. It's so crazy. I saw it like forever ago uh, with Mia. Oh no, maybe I saw it in the pandemic. Who knows? In the pandemic, we're still in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Maybe I saw it with Parker during Quar. Anyhow, it's um, uh, Murder on the Nile, the Agatha Christie's. Uh-huh. And maybe I even talked about it on the pod, did I? It has Mia I Farrow and it has Betty Davis and Maggie Smith and they're doing it as oh, a remake. Oh, we did talk about this on the pod. And with Kenneth Gal Gadot. <gasps> Kenneth Branagh's doing a, yet another bad remake. And Cal, and Gal Gadot plays like the the evil rich sister, basically, um, who everyone hates. Everyone hates this woman, so, you know. Then and is that the Betty pandemic. Davis or the Maggie Smith? But no, Betty Davis at this point is like 90. Ooh. And well, she's not, but she's she's up there as she's playing in uh, this older woman whose uh, nursemaid is played by Maggie Smith. And so Maggie Smith like shoves Betty Davis around while Betty Davis like harasses Maggie Smith about how like poor she is and has to keep working for her. I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. But there's this one kind of thing of like, did Betty Davis do it because she liked the pearls someone was wearing so much? Like it was just really... <laughs> I love that that would have been her motivation. Like, 
She's so old that at this point, she's like, I think I'll kill someone for their pearls. <laughs> like, it, that, was, that was her character arc, basically. It was just, she was kind of like, I'm up here, and I'm just going to do some heinous shit now. <gasps> um, but that's immediately I, when I, someone's like, you're tired. You I know, did a yawn, where I am, It's almost 10 p.m., so I'm just, you know, starting to get that, like, my first real gasp of life now that I feel like everyone else is going to bed, and I can deal with that. It's 12. Now that... Other 40 people are asleep in the afternoon tomorrow. Mm. And um, how do I look from there? Uh, you look incredible from the future. Um, Thank you. And I had two fittings this morning and then mm. bar and now this. So not mm. much has happened really. Mm. Um, but then mm. after, as soon as I'm done with you, I'm going to have three more fittings and then I'm going to go mm. to a jewelry supply shop for my crafting and then I'm mm. going to come back and watch Pam rehearsal for a while because they're going to wear some costumes in rehearsal today. You're going and to a jewelry supply shop for your own crafting? My own crafting. Did you not think of perhaps asking the costume department if you might have some of their beads? Well, it's not that. I need clasps. Clasps. Oh, um, clasps. I'm sure the costume department has clasps. They might. They might. But I don't want to be pushy. You know, I'm sure they'd be accommodating. You would never do is, such a thing. Everyone is you... so kind and accommodating here. It's actually crazy. In fact, listen to this. Too easy. Too Too easy. I went to dinner with Will, Alice, and Caroline the other night, and we had delicious uh-huh. Japanese food in North somewhere, New Brunswick, North uh-huh. Brunswick. Brunswick? I don't uh-huh. know. Yes. And... Um, Right they, in New Jersey. That's right. They came up mm-hmm. with a phrase for me that to continue practicing my Australian accent. Um, okay. I, I have yet to. Is it the parking lot one? Oh, no, no, no. It's this. Do you oh, want to hear the phrase? the phrase? Can you say it? I'm sure. going to say it in an American accent. I'm going to have you attempt it. Ready? Okay. I'm going to the Australian ballet tomorrow and I don't know what will happen. I'm uh, going to the Australian Ballet tomorrow. I um, don't know what will happen. Wow, you nailed it. Did I do it? it. Is that Australian? You absolutely you. slayed your Australian-French you. accent. Well, um, I remember when I went to Interlock and they were like, You're, you are really incredible at dialects. And I said, thanks, I'll never take a class on it. Because um, <laughs> now that you told me that at 17, I guess I'm good. You're good. And I've been doing, yeah, let me, um, I'll say it now. I'll do it with my Russian accent. Okay. I'm uh, going to the Australian (laughs) Ballet tomorrow and um, I have uh, too many fittings to do. (laughs) Merci. (laughs) Correct. Um, And I'll do it with how you talk, how you talk. Uh, this is exactly what you sound like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, going to see <laughs> Australian Ballet tomorrow. Okay, the joke got old. Um, well, Alice, right. Alice did try to do it how I talk. And she was like, this is what you sound well, like. Well, you talk like a kid. I talk like so a kid. Did but you Alice make was it like, <laughs> Alice went, I'm going to the Australian. Like, it, was, um, it wasn't yeah. quite right. But I, I did understand how she got there. That super American one. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Sometimes Christian Coulson, who has really one of the most beautiful voices, oh, uh, does a really incredible impersonation of, well, because there was a moment during Rumble Ghost where we were like, should you do just do this 
as an American and then in part two, just be you. Right, right, right. And you know what? I can't remember what we decided. <laughs> oh my God. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. It was 2011. It's on Christian, Vimeo. Christian People can was, watch it and let me know. I think he... I I can't remember either. I can't remember if he switched accents. Because it was so natural, Christian, whatever he did. Christian sent me or someone sent me something from Snapchat where it was... Because I what? deleted that after why, I had it briefly. Why someone on Snapchat? Not, no, not Snapchat. Tick, TikTok? TikTok. 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 <laughs> I'm so, so old. <laughs> um, TikTok, TikTok. TikTok. Um, uh, oh, my God. Return to Oz is on Disney Plus, and it looks so good. Speaking of TikTok. Anyhow, someone sent me this exactly. clip that Ooh. it's a, a fan from Harry Potter being like, I just found this footage of Christian Coulson and it's this, it's this girl freaking out and it's the image of when Christian, um, basically like shoves me down onto the floor and then uh-huh. simulates assaulting me. Yes. And, I recall. Uh, oh. it, it cuts back to the girl just being like being fully shooketh. Ooh. And, um, I guess it was a big, it, it had like a big day on TikTok. I, I guess. love that. But, um, you're fa- you're TikTok famous. Oh my God, supposedly. I mean, little lad, berries and cream, certainly. Okay, wait, Jack, I have to get through, I have to get through some stuff before we finish, okay? Oh, oh, okay. Right, Right. because we're going to be a bit abbreviated today. Um, Okay, yeah, sorry I'm late. No, no, it's fine. Maybe we'll, I'll do a lunchtime, like, um, what's it like to be Australian? (laughs) 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 Um, If only I'd interviewed Lady Primrose. Um, (laughs) <laughs> you've but only interviewed is that what you said if only i'd interviewed lady primrose if only you'd interviewed lady primrose i mean i really still i can't get over it like i'm so gagged and i really hope i get to meet her at some point i mean her name is lady primrose come on her name is lady so what i was hoping was you were going to say that she was wearing like you know a kind of primrose color um, but what I really wanted was, of course, for her to be wearing like all black, black veil, you know, what mm-hmm. if I get to 90 mm-hmm. and I hope I do so that I can literally be wearing what everyone expects me to be wearing at 90, which is going to be like a full black shroud. Anyhow, go on. Shroud. Anyways, this, uh, speaking of. Stuff, uh, you said we had stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Will, Alice and Caroline, um, uh-huh. uh, Will and Alice drove me out to Cape Shank this past weekend and Beautiful. I walked around the Australian ocean beaches and walked along mm-hmm. cliff faces and swam in a, in pools that have been, um, you know, sort of carved out of these um, large stones that were incredibly deep and clear and beautiful. And it was really exciting. And I saw a kangaroo and it's Joey as we were leaving jump across the path, which was thrilling. Because what is Australia if you don't see a kangaroo? And then... Um, putting a wallaby in your luggage and getting it back to I you, did. America, I was hopeful which I never that told you that would, I did. You have one? <laughs> I smuggled it back. When and I did, you, I you, did you kill it and turn put it, it into my carry-on. steaks? <laughs> no, no, she's right here. Her and Naomi are in the crate together, cuddling and telling each other <laughs> secrets. <laughs> um, and then uh, we went back to St. Kilda last night. Melissa, Pam, Ken, Hudson, Uh and we saw hundreds of penguins in the night, night penguins. Hundreds. I love 
Don't you love penguins? And Pam was with Hudson and she looked at one. She said, what's that one's name? And then Pam decided its name was Mandy Patinkin. And then all of their names were Mandy Patinkin Ah. for me. So I just kept looking at the penguins and saying, Mandy, Mandy, look at me. Mandy. Oh, God. Yeah. That's so good. I mean, Mandy is a really great name. It is a penguin's name. For sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. Now we're moving into the No, I think it's just a great name. Okay. Oh, questions. Oh, we have questions? We do. We do. We do. We do. We do. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. This one is Mm -hmm. from Sarah. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. Uh, And it starts out with a really a testimonial, which I like. You know, it's nice to be loved. Don't you think? Are are you going to say someone's last name or or no? No. Are we just doing first names? I'm going to say first names. Just first names. Okay. Okay. Dear Jack and Reed, thank you so much for your podcast. It's always a highlight of my week. I'm one of your non-dancer stands. I found your pod after Jack's Design Matters interview back in 2018. Thank you, Debbie Millman. With Debbie Millman. And (laughs) Jack, Debbie Millman. (laughs) I love her. I love her so much. Well, I wanted to make sure that we got our name in. Design Matters is an excellent podcast. I highly recommend. In 2018 and have listened to the majority of her episodes since then. I love your yin-yang energies, the complimentary personalities, perspectives, and strengths you each bring to your friendship and interviews. Shout out to Reed's time in the Alberta Ballet. I lived in Edmonton for five years and have had the chance to see Alberta Ballet perform. I think it might have been just after Reed moved on, but I can imagine you at the Windspear, which I think is a theater. It's been a long time. Also... We are on exactly the same page about Claire Saffitz. I recently made her poppy seed almond bunt and it was dreamy. It truly is an incredible cake. I've had a question simmering for two of you on my, in my mind, but I wanted to add a perspective on the situations of your dancer with hip challenges. We had a question a few weeks ago about um, some hip pain. I'm a physician therapist. Oh, no, I'm a physical therapist mm. who specializes in chronic pain. And I fully agree with Jack that the dancer's windows of more comfortable movement and better managed pain are an excellent sign for her hip. She mentioned her experience with PTSD, and it turns out that our bodies heighten neurobiological responses to threat absolutely affects our body's processing and experience of physical sensations, too. Heightened sensitivity in your nervous system overall changes the way your body processes sensations from your hip. Your hip may respond well to neurobiology and pain science-based treatment before attempting a surgery that you don't yet sound settled on. Mm -hmm. If it's possible, mm-hmm. if it's a possibility for you, I'd recommend searching out a physical therapist and even a psychologist or counselor who has recent training and interest mm-hmm. in pain science. Pain science is an area that's very quickly advancing and it's shaking the core of traditional PT practice. All the best with your journey with dance and your hip. Okay, now to my question. That was thank okay, you. Okay, so before much. the question, Sarah, thank you so much. And I am, as anyone who's ever heard this podcast knows, I'm right there with you. It gets held in our body. And um, mm-hmm. it's all connected. Mm-hmm. The mind-body connection, honey. Okay. Mental where, health is health. Okay. Where can I find a list of upcoming online dance performances since now so much dance is available online? And how would you suggest that someone new to the dance world pick what to watch? My personal experience of dancing is limited to adult recreation classes in a wide variety of genres. I've enjoyed watching the Alberta Ballet and the more contemporary Ballet BC. After your interview with Miki Orihara, I caught her performance in Vancouver, and to use Jack's language, I was shook. 
Thanks for connecting me to her. Reed <laughs> regularly discusses online dance. He enjoyed after the fact, and I'd love to watch your personalized recommendations with you. Would you consider posting dance viewing recommendations? Thank you both for your dedication to your long-form art project amidst the many pressing demands in your time. You are providing a lifeline to the outside world to me during this first year of parenting, which thanks to Canada's generous maternity leave policies means I have a year at home with my sweet babe. It's a gift to keep my mind oh. engaged with your very non-parent parenting related pod also congrats to jack new mama to know me reed hope you continue to enjoy your time in australia much love sarah from vancouver canada oh sarah thank you sarah thank you and congratulations as well here here we are new mama energy so um i absolutely have an immediate recommendation jackferver.com j-a-c-k f as in frankie r-v as in victor er.com it'll uh link you to many um, things that could be considered dance and read any suggestions from you. Um, I do know that if you follow <laughs> Marina Harse on Instagram, she's frequently posting links to lists that she makes of dance becoming available. It is, I think primarily ballet, which is Marina's one of Marina's main areas of interest. Um, in terms of other lists, I'm not really sure, but if you just start following various big companies around the world, you'll find that they always um, will post stuff leading up to live streams or uh, YouTube releases. Uh, so just kind of look into the companies around you, start to expand your horizons towards other companies that we've discussed on this podcast. Definitely follow the Australian Ballet. I'm here right now. And they're, um, I don't know if they're doing any kind of uh, release of this Pam Tanowitz work, but you never know. Um, oh, actually, I know. I think they are. I think you can actually maybe pay to watch. Actually, I'm not sure. Don't take my word for anything. Um, uh, yeah, just look, look into the things that Jack and I have talked about in terms of companies. Follow them on Instagram and you know, the Graham company has posted a lot of work since pandemic. There's a wealth of resource on the Cunningham Instagram towards seeing little snippets of that universe. Um, all the European dance companies are doing this and that. Um, also, like, follow Camille Brown, follow Kyle, Kyle Abraham, follow um, Urban Bushwomen, follow, um, gosh, who else, Jack? Yeah, I mean, I was also just going to say, in terms of getting to see, uh, so the problem always with dance uh, when it's been, or any performance that's been recorded, is, but I would say specifically with dance, there can be something lost in translation. Oh, yeah. With the, with its, it on uh, video. And yeah. um, however, the streaming platform on the board's TV Oh yeah, uh, is something that really I currently really use to teach from, and I you know, there's many things on there. I'm gonna I I definitely start the semester with Ralph Lemons, how you can stay in the house all day and not go anywhere, yeah. and I think it's a really important piece when we talk about dance and um, and histories and death and. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to on the, totally. uh, I, on I don't, the, on I'm, the boards, I'm not on there. No, but on, on the, the boards, boards hasn't general, asked me to be on there, but they it's have, in general, a lot of great work on that platform. And, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. that's shot, 
really well as well. Yeah. That it feels like it's been archived really well. And also yeah. it's always fun to seek out dance that's been very um, intentionally shot for camera. Like Anna mm-hmm. Teresa Kiersmacher has many works that have been shot really beautifully for camera. Um, mm-hmm. And also like La 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 Human Steps comes across oh even, God, even, even better on camera than they do in real life. Um, I fully agree with that. I stand by that. Yeah. Look up... Um, um, Michael Clark has a wealth of really interesting dance video online. Um, yeah, okay, that's all. Well, for I mean, the film "All Hail the New Puritan" is something that uh, I mean, I we, I was just talking with Pam and Jeremy about it recently because it's. I remember seeing that when I was, I don't know, I think Terry O'Connor told me to see it when I was like twenty five and mm. found it somehow. It's really anyhow. That's seeing Michael Clark's work that way is really, mm. and at that time is really exciting to me, especially in terms of design. Mm. Oh yeah, totally. That's kind of it. Um, okay. Well, I love what he's doing with Cunningham and the, and, and the, the queering of that. And I feel it very much leads into, uh, for me, what happens with the Cunningham legacy post even. Like, well, to I think like it's Sarah like, Mitchelson. because it is a super queer perspective, I can appreciate it. But like, I, I'm not, I find I'm troubled, not troubled by, but I, I have, I struggle with things that are like punk and loud and I don't like that kind of music. And I, Mm. so for me, it's like, it's not my favorite thing, but I can appreciate it for, for how progressive and how kind of stylish and out there it is. I, 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 I respect Michael Clark. I love the loud. I love, I love the punkness of that, but. But I love aloud, and also I really love the phrase work. I think in terms of doing of twisting the like take, especially at that time when he's one of the pioneers of taking Cunningham and and really uh, queering this queer person's queer work. So what is that? I think actually, like it's even more it's even more queering of ballet than Cunningham, really. But I yeah, have a look, everybody. Enjoy, enjoy your time online. It's a mix. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your time online. Here here is a testimonial from somebody that I'm going to read online. It's not really a question, but it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful passage of words. Ready? Okay. Okay. It's called Pee Pee Poo Poo Changed My Life for the Better. (laughs) Hello. Long time listener. First time. First time writer. I live in Dresden and I'm on a train to Leipzig and pee pee poo poo has me crying. It's all the same. It's all the same to me in reference to the electric fingers and melancholia. It just the best. Thank you for bringing such joy to my life. Like right now I'm on the way to rehearsal to rehearse a dance. We're dancing outside, dancing for our phones, dancing for no one and nothing in particular. And we're wearing orange clothes because I'm sure there's some reason. Dance. It's the thing to do today. I'm going to try and make some meaning for this at some point. Maybe I don't have the right words for it. Maybe it's just simpler, like poop. I can't stop thinking about the panel, pee-pee-poo-poo. Do you ever watch YouTube videos from Pranger U? Please don't. But if you do, there is one called Why All Modern Art is Bad. In it, some asshole goes on to describe an ice skater sitting down in the rink and demanding to be taken seriously. The video is fun and is also its own undoing. It articulates the right-wing expectation of shit-based performance Mm. art. When I saw this, Mm. 
I'd hoped that the skater would proceed to poop. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. You are, as Maggie Nelson says, one of the many gendered oh. mothers of my heart. I oh, hope, my God. It keeps going. I knew you'd love this. I hope that we all live long enough to sit on panels of white nonsense and proudly proclaim truths. <laughs> I want to see their faces, and I want to be their faces, sitting proudly and stoically, long <laughs> histories of activating space and creating, log- creating logic behind us, solid qualifications, <laughs> inquiries, adjustments, and juxtaposition, trailing in our wake, I want to look around and I will expect you or someone else and I will also be you and we will all all lean forward to the microphone and say it. Fuck it. Since we're all each other in this scenario, maybe we will hold hands. Pee pee poo poo. The wheels are Uh. permanently off the wagon. This is indeed wartime. The sounds of the art voices echoing and streaming out into the abyss. The art will be done and we can finally put all of this nonsense to bed. Pee pee poo poo should actually just stay as it is. I like the imaged moment. Forgive my willingness to insert myself into this. It's not about me. It's about pee. As if that was the magic word. It shuts everything down in a friendly way because it has all been articulated. I'm trying to bring it back to the real world, but I can't really. Not this quickly. I'm still on the train. This is still a podcast. I'm still writing you in a maniacal email that you didn't ask for instead of finishing up any of the things that would help me be a better person. But for now, pee-pee-poo-poo sounds right. Lovingly, Joseph. Joseph, wow. thank you so much. I Deeply, deeply honored. And um, I mean, I dare I say I mean, the yeah. most beautiful email we've ever received. Yes. Yeah. It's, I, I really, I am, I'm very touched. Uh, I, as people know, I am a huge fan of Maggie Nelson. I uh, told Reed to get Art of Cruelty for the Which for I the have trip. here have you, me in Australia. Have you started it at all? No, because I'm reading James's book, okay. which I'm LOLing at. Right. Yeah. James's book. I, I should read that. That's very fun. Maggie Nelson's for me is very fun. And I laughed aloud many times during it of how brilliant and incisive it is insightful and incisive Mm. Um, uh, thank you so much Joseph deeply deeply always yours pee pee poo poo yeah (laughs) Yeah. David wants to say and the melancholia reference is really who? oh David I think it's in the wrong ear put it in the right ear is this David Jack (laughs) and then and then it hung up I think Oh, Reed hung here. up the phone because he was mad that David was going to speak on? to me. So let oh, me FaceTime Reed back. Oh, I think I hung up. Oh, here we go, David. FaceTime audio. Jack. I'm going to keep recording oh, because that's where we're at. Jack. And uh, yes, I'm so sorry. Yes. So sorry. Hi, Something Jack. happened. It's hi, David. Oh, my God. What is going on? How. I mean, there's so much that's going on. I mean, Reed just read me this email about. Did you hear about pee pee poo poo? No, he no, hasn't heard about pee pee poo poo. Well, you will. You will. It's sweeping the world. It's a pandemic. Um, um, it's a pandemic of art um, with an F in front of it. Uh, David, how are you? I'm okay. I was just, you know, telling some ladies to. 
get into lines and, and <laughs> you know, emulate movement. Um, that you were doing? I wasn't doing the movement. I was just barking. <laughs> ah. Were you barking? I really wish that you would. I really wish that you would bend there, being like, "No, no, like this. Look at my hands, <laughs> I, some, my beautiful I actually, hands." I, I do that quite often, but today I was just Thank sitting. God. Today I was just sitting in a chair barking. <laughs> do you ever point <sighs> the foot that's like really the foot and go? Do you gag? I point the foot. I point the foot. I love I, the idea of you sitting at the chair and they're all standing there and you just point that the one that's really the well, one I and have go, to, do you I have gag? to show them, you know, <laughs> the foot. what to do. To show them the foot. But it's not about my uh-huh. foot. It's about showing them what to do. And I have a little question. It's about, David? well, no, it's really about showing them the ankle. I David, mean, how many minutes do you have is the question? Not long. Oh, because I need to go to fitting, so I was just curious if you, if you too wanted to have a little chat. I have a four temperaments rehearsal. Oh, right dear. Now. Okay. Um, Dak, I'm going to walk and talk with you on my way to the costume shop. If you, we'll I love little... four T's. Um, David, I love you. We're hiring. I love you, too. <laughs> We're hiring. You're hiring? Yes. Can I please come? Yes, you can. Okay, great. You and I will, you and I will chat offline because okay, my plan is you. to move there because I want to live to 90 like Lady Primrose, okay? <laughs> and I think I can only do it. I think Wait, I can only do it if I'm what's there. What's Lady Primrose's first name? Lady Primrose Potter. Stop. <gasps> Wait, her first checked. name is Primrose and her last name is Potter? Yes. Okay, I got it all wrong, but it's even better than I thought. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So David's going to give me soon, back David. the earbud and I'm going to okay, walk you. you to the costume shop. Love you. Okay, bye, David. Okay. I'll see you around. <laughs> um, I just have to immediately say this, Reed. Immediately. Uh-huh. You know what that means her name is. No. Primrose. Let's, let's say her initials now. Say lady and say her initials. <laughs> lady Pee-Pee Potter. <laughs> no, it's just Lady Pee-Pee. <laughs> but her last name is Potter. Her, la- her name is Lady Primrose Potter. I know. So I, I just said that really loud, mean... and I, I got scolded by David. You did? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's Liz. Like scolded in a way Hi, that Liz. we scolded in a way that we have to cut that part. No, 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 no. It's just that I oh, was okay. on the sixth floor where they have you know the open office cubicles, and I yelled. Pee-pee. Well, look. I'm here's the thing: is I'm not dragging her or making fun of her. I'm just gagged. You know, it's like. The name itself, the different time, lady. I mean, but, you know, I'm saying all of it in I want to be her, as far as I can tell. She lives in Melbourne. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Okay. Gonna, wait, Is, was there anything else? Um, Melissa. Were there any other questions? I'm just walking and talking. It's Melissa's having a rehearsal with Drew. What? Oh, you're good. Okay. I'm going to the costume shop. I have fittings. Jack. Hi. Yeah. Uh, can you hear her? She says hi. 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 Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm all right. I mean, I wish I was in Melbourne. Yeah. I mean, I, I would prefer to be, to be living. <laughs> it is. I, I would prefer to be living in Australia than, you know, yeah. a, a continual <laughs> barrage of white domestic terrorism. Um, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I wish I was there. So who knows? Maybe I'll wrap up my new trauma dog and um, <laughs> she she can sit in quarantine for a month and Jeremy and I will just... Uh, oh, the quarantine hotel is nicer than my apartment, so mm. <laughs> it's fine. Mm. Jack saw a lot of it. It's, 
It's, yes, how are you doing? Are you going to stay, oh, Melissa? Um, working on it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I would. Working on it, yeah. She has rights, you know. She's, <laughs> she's legal. Yeah, you actually could just stay boy? there. It's just a matter of, like, what job would you most want to do there? But my sense exactly. is that is um, probably sure. very close, actually. Mm. Mm, for you, I, I, boy Jack, I, I feel it could just be a turn of the corner, and there it is. Mm-hmm. But I think so too. Uh, I, just pull I think so, yeah. Melissa. <laughs> Melissa, you're fucking incredible, That's and true. you, you have, you truly are. And not only are you a really amazing artist, but you are also an amazing teacher. Okay. And those, you know, you've never taken class with thing. me. What are no, it's true. She has heard about it but from wait, other people. Jack, say goodbye because I have to okay. go to a fitting. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye, Melissa. Oh, and um, Reed, am I saying goodbye to you? No, not yet. I can, I'm going to take you to the costume shop and then we can just say goodbye. Okay. Okay. To, Was there to... any other questions or anything? Mm-mm, those were our those were our contributions this week from amazing listeners. Um, well, incredible. So now I'm in a stairwell, which is where David recuperated. This is where he did his metronome stairs up and down and up and down. And it's so incredibly echoey in here that the um, when you hear the sounds of feet on these stairs, it makes me think that I couldn't have gotten through it because it's too aggravating. Here, have a listen. I love it. It the sounds, it actually sounds, well, no, it just sort of sounds... A little bit like, um, it reminds me of like music that would kind of be in a Forsyth piece. Okay, now I'm walking through a section of the school. and the, So the, I received the a message. Okay. I received a text question mm-hmm. um, from Brian Calderisi of the incredible photo that I own, and he appreciated that we talked about in the pod. Um, in clue, what character are we? Oh, interesting. Um, I'm just inclined to say that I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm Madeline Kahn and you're, um, the other one, um, Miss Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah. Or I may, I may be a little bit Professor Plum. What do you think? Oh, that is interesting. That is interesting that you also think you may be Professor Plum. Well, hmm. what is the Leslie Ann Warren? Is that who plays Miss M- 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 Scarlet? Oh, I think you know who you would re- who you remind me more of. I also wonder if the question was, um, uh, uh, and who they feel the other one is. Um, so, who do, do we think we are? Who do we think the other one is? So, well, you just did it. What's so the other I one? think I'm. Who do I think you are? So mm-hmm. I think that I, I guess I think you are Mrs. White and I'm Miss Scarlet. Is Mrs. White and the old lady? No, no. You're the one who says flames, flames on the sides of my face, mm-hmm. heaving, mm-hmm. heaving mm-hmm. breaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a way, I also feel I'm her and you're Mrs. Peacock. Okay. Oh, Mrs. Peacock's the older one. She's the older one who's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's just something kind of New York about her that I feel is kind of you. I do not think you are Professor Plum or any of the male characters oh, um, because second. neither. Marcia, is this, uh-huh. is this happening? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for him. Oh. Okay, cool. 
Sorry. They're just back. waiting on you. They were just waiting for you being a no, no, classic they're, American they're showing waiting. up late with some doing something else. No, they're waiting on the dancers. Mm. Um, we have three fittings in a moment back to back. And um, so you think, but you think I'm Miss Scarlet. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, she's kind of more, even though I feel like, you know, I'd want to be Mrs. White because I, I, I love some of her bon mots, you know, men should be like tissue paper, strong and easily disposable. Mm-hmm. And you do um, have a little bit of um, Tim Curry in you, obviously. Well, sure. I mean, if they were like, doing like an actual version of the movie it would I not be cast as Pennywise but um but really but really like a full queen smoking in the sewer being like hey little boy you dropped your boat reach your arm on down here so I can pull it off (laughs) I am now in the costume shop walking by racks and racks of um costumes are getting ready for their seasons coming up um, we have uh-huh. Romeo and Juliet, the John Cranko version, Anna Karenina, the Yuri Posikov version, and behind, oh, and Raymonda, uh-huh. and then our costume says Tanowitz, though the piece is called Watermark. And then behind the racks are shelves full of color-organized tri- ribbon, snaps, trim. There's a box that just says silver and gold, and it has lace, lace, um, it's really incredible. I love places like this. Oh, I really love the photo you sent. Of the beads. Of those beads. Yeah, <laughs> well, of course. I mean, it reminded me so much of Showgirls instantly. Mm-hmm. Like, all I could see was the girl with the braids being like, I think, oh, yeah, these are the same ones we're wearing on our costumes. They'll just think they came off of one. Totally. Um, oh, listen to their beautiful accents and their wonderful place that they live. I'm so jealous. I can't wait to move to Melbourne. I'll do it. I'll do it. Our first I vic- love everyone there. Our first victim has arrived. It's Elaine. Wonderful. Well, I love you, Reed. Have a great okay. um, day. Loves you, too. Die. 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 Um, die. And, um... Love you, listeners. Um, Yes, we love you. We'll be back next week. See you next week. Bye. Hi, Dance and Stuff listeners. This is Margaret Fuhrer. I'm the editor and producer of the Dance Edit podcast. Like you, we love Reed and Jack over at the Dance Edit, and if you get especially excited when they turn into journalists and do reporting, we think you might like our podcast too. The Dance Edit podcast is a weekly dance news show. It's hosted by me and three other editors from Dance Media. We work on Dance Magazine and Dance Spirit and Point. And every Thursday, we discuss and sometimes yell a little bit about the week's top dance news stories, and then we interview one of the dance artists who's shaping the news. And our recent interview guests have actually included a few dance and stuff friends. We've had Kyle Abraham, we've had Lloyd Knight. Basically, we've built a nice little nerdy community and we hope you'll join it. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and at thedanceedit.com slash podcast.